Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the I'll Try That podcast, where we talk beer news and beer reviews. Today, Joe is talking to Poppy Jameson, who is the community manager from Days Brewing Company. And haven't we got a treat for you listeners? Enter I'll Try That 20 at daysbrewing.com for 20% off your next order from Days Brewing. That's going to be our pursuit of hoppiness, but I'm going to pass over to Mr. Drabwell, who has got a hop topic for us. Don't, don't you, Mr. Drabwell? Uh, I do, I do. Um, so if I was to say classic British sitcoms, what would come to mind? Uh, open All Hours. Yeah, Open All Blackadder. Hours. Blackadder, Blackadder, yeah, classic, classic. Even I would say even more famous than that. Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers yeah. is going to be my next one. Even Are we, can you give us a location? Because a lot of these British sitcoms had specific locations where they're set, and I want to narrow this down a bit. It was based in London. Well, it has to be Only Fools and Horses. Yes, Only Fools and Horses. Horses? Horses. Trotter's Independent Traders with Rodney and Delboy. Um, so come across my, come across my hunting for a hot topic today. There is going to be an Only Fools and Horses themed pub, uh, opening up in Farringdon. And it's going to be called the Nag's Head after, of course, Delboy and Rodney's local. Fair play. Yeah, I like that. I think this is going to bring back a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people. I think they'll see, uh, they'll see this and they'll like that. You know, everyone loves a bit of a, a throwback, don't they? Nostalgia is not what it used to be, Joe. <laughs> Another long fuse joke. I like it. There's a lot of people shaking their heads right now. I can tell yeah. you that. <laughs> so what, what I really enjoy is they're going to have the prices um, of the beer are going to represent um, the the time period that Only Fools and Horses was set in. So can you guess how much it's going to cost for a pint of beer there? So so bear in mind, it was set in the 1980s. Yeah, so so we're going back in time, so so it's going to be less, yeah. right? You'd have thought. So we're saying, what what would it what would we pay for in the 1980s? If this yeah, the for 1980s? a pint of beer. Okay. I'm sorry to any of our uh, listeners of a more advanced years, but were any of us alive in the 1980s? <laughs> we certainly weren't buying beer in the 1980s, let's put it that way. That's maybe a better way to put it. So we have no frame of reference for this. So stab in the dark. Just before you say that, Joe, I, I, again, any listeners we have of advanced uh, years, let's remember this is post-decimalisation, so don't say anything in shillings because that's just going to make <laughs> us look silly, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, get out of here with your farthings yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I used to pay with a postal order. Trying to trade with a chicken. <laughs> but go on, Joe. I think you're about to hit us. Well, go on. Uh, how much do you reckon? I'm guessing average pint in the UK. I think we had that confirmed a few episodes or a few episodes back uh, as being about four pounds fifty. I think on yeah, average something around like the, that, the UK. Yeah. I want to say two pounds for a pint. No, no, still too high, Mr. Drew. Yeah, I, I, I have a funny feeling I'm going to just start crying when I find out the correct answer. But I'm going to go. I'm going to aim low. I'm going to say one pound and five pence. You're slightly closer. You're slightly closer. But it is going to cost eighty three p a pint. No, Ooh. get out. Love that. What's the one? Eighty three pence. Eighty three pence for a pint. Get out, Richard. You Wally. You donkey. <laughs> 
What does that mean? To, does that speak to the quality of the beer, or is that just a gimmick? There's been subsidised. The beer's being subsidised for the for the fact that it's a theme pub. It's definitely going to be subsidised because it's a theme pub, and it is only open for two days. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. So what you've just described to us really is a pop up. Yeah, something that's only going to be up for a little bit and then go away. And oh, well, you described this, Richard, as if this is where all the only fools and horses fans across the UK. It's like their home. You know, they can go back to, they can relive the glory days of the old only fools and horses. They can dress up like Del Boy. They can go in like Rodney and all of their their pints for eighty three pence. Do you think they also get to like fall through the bar like Trigger as well? <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a huge queue to do that, I reckon. Yeah. Look, well, they can if they book a, if they book a ticket and they manage to get a slot within those two days. Barbie, you've just dropped a little bit of knowledge there about Only Fools and Horses. I feel like you might know a little bit more than you're letting on here. So I've got a few questions here to put to you both. Some Only Fools and Horses trivia, as it were. Okay. And I want to try and test your, your kind of how much of a Only Fools and Horses in the back of your mind knowledge there might be. I, I want to put it out there. I, my, my knowledge is, is only surface level. I never really watched it, weirdly. So, but I will do my best. I feel like with most of these things, this has been around for a while. We've, we've experienced Only Fools and Horses. There might be a few nuggets in there. Under promise. In oh, yeah. swimming around. Okay. First one, first question, and play at home, you know, alongside listeners. I'm sure you'll get these questions and answers a lot faster than Rich and Travis will. So, Rich and Travis being the same person. So, Rich and Barber. Rich, Rich and Travis, his, his split personality. <laughs> Barber's just going to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is only Rich playing this game. Yeah. Uh, no. So, play along at home. Say, Uncle Albert famously took part in the Second World War, but was he in the Navy? The Air Force or the Army? Navy. Richard Travel, you nailed that. Nailed that. One point to Gryffindor. Well, oh, so you didn't tell him to say it was fastest finger first. And that didn't help the fact I was going to say Air Force a minute later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. What was the name of Boise's flirtatious wife? Marlene. Nailed it. Ah, get out of town. gets it. Okay, we'll do a couple more of these. Number six. Now, this one you might not know, Number but you six. can probably take a... S- <laughs> yeah, I'm just, sorry, I'm just... I'm, I'm jumping ahead. There's a whole list of 20 and I've jumped to six. <laughs> you just couldn't count. definitely how that sounds. <laughs> <in there. laughs> you know, one, two, six, <laughs> nine... <laughs> <laughs> Flyby. Question number H. <laughs> number H. Okay. Yes. Which football legend joined the cast for a sports release special David in 2000? Wow. Didn't even finish the sentence of that question. Wow, Richard Drawell. You got this. Okay. Thought it might have been Gary Lineacre. Which incorrect name does Trigger call Rodney? Dave. Yes. Well done, Barber. Don't even worry. I realise I'm saying yes because I'm seeing you guys and I'm seeing your light boxes light up <laughs> when you're talking. So, listeners, it, the, the scores on the doors right now is two apiece. It's quick Barber fire, this. and Travers have got, have got, on, yeah. got on this two apiece, right? We should do more quizzes on the podcast. More quizzes, yeah. Next question. What is the age difference between Del Boy and Rodney? 17 years. 15 years. 
It's 13 years or 12 to 13 uh, years is what they put down in his answers. So I give, you know, maybe half a point. Well, half a point to Travers on that one, yeah. Because he can't, he answers second after all. Yeah, we'll just get nil nil. Joe, give us, give us a tiebreaker question again. Okay. This is, this is a, this is a tiebreaker question. Okay. Complete this phrase. Next time this year will be millionaires, Rodney. Yes. Well done, Richard Rowell. Your knowledge of only fools and horses has come up trumps here. Yeah, I don't even don't even like don't even like quizzes really. It's <laughs> just, just 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 stupid that, really, isn't it? <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. Fine. Right. Fine. Let's just quickly wrap up. Fine. Well, do- well get- done. <laughs> Enjoy the victory, Richard. I hope it makes you very happy. What a sad little life you lead. What a sad little <laughs> life, Richard. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> you ruined my night <laughs> so that you could win the quiz. <laughs> How about that day's brewing, hey? In this week's episode of The Pursuit of Hoppiness, we've got a I'll be chatting with Poppy Jameson from Days Brewing. So Poppy, very excited to to have you virtually across uh, sitting across from me. Now, I wonder if you could just maybe just kick us off with a bit bit, bit about Days Brewing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me firstly. I'm loving loving being here. Um I guess Days Brewing, what are we all about? Um Mike and Duncan, the co-founders, they're both best friends from Edinburgh. They've been friends since they were like 10 years old. Um, uh, Mike's worked in AB and Bev. Duncan worked at Propercorn previously. And they both love beer. And I, I mean, I, I also love beer. And we just love beer and everything that it brings. But we just don't like the side effects of alcohol. And we just, I mean, Days, I guess, was created just like, you know, to create great beer that everyone can drink and everyone can enjoy and enjoy the beer moments, but just without the side effects of alcohol, really, is us in a nutshell. I think you guys are so on the money right now. There is This is such a growing area, this non-alcoholic trend, as we're seeing. I can't even call it a trend anymore. Know, like yeah. it's, it's such a staple now. Every, every brewery that we hear has to have a, a, a non-alcoholic side of yeah. them. Um, but you guys are, are pure non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. It's something we're actually really proud of. And I know, I guess a lot of people do ask, you know, why 0.0%? Because a lot of a lot of non-alcoholic beers are 0.5. And I mean, simple answer really is people are asking for it. Um, you know, we, we launched we launched days and we sort of we really got a lot of consumer feedback um, asking what kind of beer they'd like to drink. And, you know, the main feedback we got was refreshing. And another one we got was zero alcohol. If you're making a non-alcoholic beer, make it non-alcoholic, basically. <laughs> Fantastic, and and so but by non-alcoholic, this am I right in saying that it never become never ferments to the point where it becomes alcoholic? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it is. So we do a double fermentation process, um, which means yeah, exactly what you said. We start ferment, we we brew it as though it's going to be an actual alcoholic beer, and then stop at the point where alcohol would start being created within the beer, and then cool it down. I guess so we don't even know we do, cool it down is the wrong word, but we stop the fermentation. Um, let it lie and then do it again and then stop it again where it would start creating alcohol. I see. So there's never any alcohol. We don't burn any. We, we use these ingredients um, from Scotland, water from Scotland, the breweries um, based near Edinburgh. And we're just like, it just doesn't make any sense to boil off all those amazing ingredients at the end. 
So also at the same time as, as, a, as, as this process not hitting alcohol, am I right in saying that the, the ingredients are used more, like there's less waste as well potentially with this brewing process? Yeah, less waste, definitely less waste. Because, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to us to use all these quality ingredients and then, you know, throw away half of them or boil half them off, you know? <laughs> Now, you mentioned there that, you know, these are natural ingredients and, and it's all brewed in, in Scotland. Where did, and this is from the founders. They're Edinburgh-based uh, or Edinburgh-born. That's how they yeah. met. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, we're just seeing such amazing craft beer coming out of, and beer in general coming out of Scotland. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I don't need to tell you guys, you know, Brewdog and the likes of Brewgooder coming out as well. I mean, yes. the list is almost endless of the new, the new wave of beer. What is it, do you think, about the Scots and, and this new age of beer that they're just taking it by the horns and saying... We're going to make, we're going to drive this forward. God, I mean, I'd, I wish I could tell you, really. I mean, I think, I skip the Scots just love beer, quite frankly. I think they've realised that, you know, they make amazing whiskey, obviously. I'm not, I don't think there's going to be a non-alcoholic whiskey anytime soon. So <laughs> beer's maybe the next non-alcoholic option. But um, yeah, I think, I think they've just, everything's just so great up there. I mean, even when I first tried Day's Beer, and I swear I'm not just saying this because I work here, but I honestly was blown away at I was like, this water is just so refreshing. Like the, mm. the, what's used in the beer is just so refreshing. And then obviously Mike and Duncan, um, the founders were like, well, that's Scottish water for you. And I think there's just like an element of pride in, there's obviously a Scottish pride anyway. Um, and then the pride in Scottish ingredients. It's, yeah, it's just, quite, it's just quality stuff, really. It is quality. I think. I think, as you said, it's been good good enough for whiskey for for many, many, yeah, many years. Many it's years. definitely good enough for beer <laughs> as well. <laughs> now, having to flick through um, some so thank some of the materials that have come through, and of course, I've gone through the website as well. And I'm I'm quite intrigued to know a bit more about your work. Um, you know, with the with mental health projects. I wonder yeah. if you could tell us a bit more about that. So we. As you know, we're obviously zero percent alcohol, um, and so we have this thing called Days Duty, which is where we, which is basically our initiative to give two percent of all sales to organisations that empower fresh thinking towards mental health, um, which basically just mirrors the duty that alcohol companies would pay the government as tax. Um, I think in the first quarter we did we change our charity every quarter, so our first quarter we donated to Mind. Um, uh, Actually, in these last two quarters, we've donated to uh, Run for Heroes, which I don't know if you remember Run for Heroes. It's when in the first lot, yeah, yes. everyone did f- run five k, donate five pounds to the NHS. So we sort of partnered up with that charity to, yeah, donate to the he- NHS Heroes. Um, it's just something. I mean, I think it ties in well with the fact that you know, okay, we we all of the team here, we do actually drink alcohol, we drink beer, but we appreciate and we realize the negative effects, side effects of alcohol. And that does include on your mental health. Like alcohol is at the end of the day, a depressant, um, uh, you know, obviously in excess are much worse. Um, uh, and I think just the fact that we can give, if we can give some part of whatever we make to some mental health charities, I mean, it's just a no brainer really. And it ties in with the sort of mental health aspect of what, why would anyone drink or not drink alcohol so they can feel better? Not just in their body and their mind. Oh, well, I love this on on multiple levels because a you're it's a self imposed tax that yeah, you're, exactly. you're putting on yourself yeah. of something that you know you don't need to do that, but you're doing it because it's like well the rest of the beer industry has this tax that they have to pay, so yeah. let's just match that with something that we then put across. So I love that from its first things, but also as well like looking through your you know how you guys talk about these initiatives and then how that translates onto your Instagram and how you talk about you know. Th- 
quite serious topics like yeah. sleep deprivation with alcohol, you know, and some of the misconceptions there. I was yeah. really enjoying, um, oh, I guess, you. the freshness of the Instagram, you know, kind of how you were talking so openly about these, you know, these are things that people just, you know, it, when we're talking about mental health, of course, it's a very broad topic, mm. but even down to the point of like things that everyone is going through of like sleep deprivation, yeah. you know, it's alcohol's link with um, stress and anxiety levels and how that, ma- like, it reduces your serotonin. And I love how both informative and fresh that kind of uh, that conversation is on your instagram i guess also you know it's one it's important i think you know a lot of a lot of maybe competitors of ours maybe talk about just the hangover aspect of alcohol which Mm -hmm. obviously is you know one reason for not drinking but you know i mean when i i this was personal experience throughout um this whole pandemic i definitely cut down on my drinking and just really noticed just how much more productive i was how much more I was sleeping or even better sleep I was getting and just generally just how much better I felt. And I also just, I just don't think the big beer companies, you know, like Heineken, obviously they do a 0.0 and Bex have Bex Blue and they just, they can't talk about the negative aspects of not drinking. They can, they can, they can, I guess, sell their product in sense of, you know, when you're going to when you're going to drive home, drink our beer or, you know, pregnant women drink our beer, but they can't really talk about, what alcohol does to people which is where i think we're very fortunate in that we just sell alcohol free beer and this is what we're about so am i guessing that that is the plan forever is you guys are a solely non-alcoholic yeah. um beer producer yeah absolutely so you'll always have that license to, to link this with and i love how with non-alcoholic especially with you guys and i've seen this with other competitors in this in this field it is more of a lifestyle conversation. Now, beer as itself yeah. is a lifestyle, you know, kind of industry. You can talk and pair it up, but it really is with non-alcoholic. You have way more license to yeah. paint this picture of like, well, you know, if you want one for lunch, you can do. It's guilt-free. Exactly. It's, you know, I, I can read on the bottle. It's either, you know, you've got your pale ale's, I think, 69 calories and your your lager is 60, 73 calories. So that's, you know, that's like if you were to pick up a, you know, a, a soft drink, for example. So you could replace that, I suppose. That's exactly it. And yeah, as I said earlier, it's those beer moments. Like, you know, you're not, I'm not going to go to the pub with friends and have a pint of Coca-Cola or, you know, a pint of water. You know, I want a beer. Um, but, you know, if it's a Tuesday night or even a Wednesday night, I w- it's it's that sort of, I guess, placebo effect of holding a beer in your hands and actually enjoying a beer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I actually had the other day, I actually had two pints of alcoholic beer and woke up, wasn't hungover, but I was just dehydrated and just didn't feel... I didn't go for a run that morning. I didn't feel quite on top form the next day. Mm. And it's just being able to, you know, from a lifestyle factor, still be able to do all those things you want to do. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not going to, I don't have to cancel my plans with my friends for fear of not making my run the next day. Um, I still will be able to do that. So yeah, no, the lifestyle factor is a huge element of it. And I think what's maybe kind of, from what I'm kind of seeing is why the non-alcoholic, you know, it kind of is growing so much is that non-alcoholic beers don't look like non-alcoholic beers anymore. Yeah. And I think that stigma attached to it is also reducing. I think, you know, for me personally, I'll happily have, if I'm, you know, having a couple of drinks, I'll have a, an alcoholic drink and I'll take a non-alcoholic beer in between that, yes. you know, and just to kind of spread it out a little exactly. bit more. And that's Pace something yourself. I would not have thought of before. Uh, but it's it's something that definitely since lockdown, I think, and, and being more introduced and more open, I suppose, to, to non-alcoholic drinks yeah. uh, and what non-alcoholic beers specifically, it's just something that just, as you said, for all of those benefits that you've been listing. Completely. Um, you know, it, just to think of that way but I mean going on to how you guys look I love you know talk to us about days as a name where did that come from 
Well, <laughs> I'm glad you've asked this. Um, there's really, I mean, there's this sort of famous marketing saying by Simon Sinek, who says, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And it's what attracted me when I applied for the role here at Days, actually, as I saw Days and the sort of tagline is, do more with your do more with your days or beer for doing. And, you know, the sort of why, why is anyone not drinking alcoholic beer so that you can do more with your days? And the fact that we just have this such a strong brand message just in the name. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very exciting. So that's, that's why Days came about is to do more. Just do more with your days. Do, do more. more. And I love that you've tied this in with all of your language, like your loyalty program is called Minutes. Is yes. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so t- tell us about Minutes and how that works with uh, as a program. Minutes is essentially just our loyalty scheme where if you, um, where basically you add up X amount of minutes, which will then get you an hour, <laughs> um, which will then get you a free case of days, essentially. And you can do that by subscribing to our newsletter referring a friend um sharing about us on social following us um all of these all of these things add up to then yeah get you either just a discount or a full case of days that's great so that's it's not just by buying more beer from days you get the the, the, the minutes it's there's all these other interactions other ways that you can earn minutes yeah uh, as part of this program yeah i mean i guess talking about buying a beer i mean we this is probably the perfect time to say any listeners uh, who are interested in trying some days and i highly recommend it uh, and the guys have done as, as well um, as you'll have heard just before this um you can go on to the days brewing uh, website and enter in the discount code i'll try that 20 uh, for twenty percent off, so thank you very much, Poppy, and, and the right. team at Days for setting that up. <laughs> and uh, Poppy, I just wondered if there was anything else that you're, you know, there's anything upcoming, listeners. What, what's the next, you know, what's your plans? I guess for Days and and where it's going. God, big plans. <laughs> well, we're we're about almost a year old, so on. I think by the mid September, we all have reached our one year anniversary. In terms of what we've got coming up, I mean, just growing the team. Um, it's just me and um, three other people at the moment, which I'm absolutely loving. Um, we've, we run a run club in London every Tuesday where you come for a run, you run about 5K. We've got running coaches. Um, we do a bit of yoga afterwards and obviously have days beers in the park afterwards. Um, you'll probably see us at the finish line of a lot of races that are going on across the UK. So if you've signed up for any triathlons or 10Ks, be sure to spot days at the end for your free I love this. <laughs> I love how you guys have the license to really lean into athleticism and keeping people yeah. active. And this doing more tagline just works so well oh, with all these events. I mean, yeah. you, I mean, you can push all the other beer companies away to say you guys couldn't even touch this. No, you know, this is. But not... also, you know, you know, all the big beer brands that you know we spotted the day are sponsoring. You know, the all the big football matches, and we're thinking. It doesn't make any sense to, you know, run a triathlon and then have alcohol afterwards. You need to hydrate, you know, mm-hmm. but but also celebrate the fact that you've done a big, big event. Um, God, what else have we got up coming up? Well, we've got an, we will be donating to Run for Heroes charity as our day's duty by the end at the end of the month. So, if anyone has any suggestions for future mental health initiatives, please let us know. And and how can people get a hold of you? Hey at daysbrewing.com would be the best email, and I'm okay. on that one. Lovely. <laughs> and, and then where can they find you? Across, I'm sure Instagram and. Yeah, um... feel free. I mean, I'm on, I'm constantly on Instagram. So just, or you can just, you know, DM us on Instagram. Um, we're also on Twitter, we're on Facebook, um, LinkedIn. Feel free to, you know, follow us on our individual profiles on LinkedIn. 
yeah, we're everywhere. And Strava. We're also on Strava. Love that. I think they're probably one of the only beer companies that must be on Strava, right? I think we might be. That's <laughs> fantastic. Sure. But it makes perfect sense. Go where the runners are. Exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Poppy, this has been an absolute pleasure. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on to the on and, and talking days with us. And yeah. uh, thank you again for all the free the free beer. We've been That's definitely right. enjoying this. The, the guys are loving it as well. So um, thank you very much. And we can't wait to hear and, and see a lot more of days coming up. Amazing. Thanks so much for having me. I've loved it. Fellas, listening back to that, obviously lots of good stuff about Days Brewing. I feel like we are better educated now to the worlds of non-alcoholic and uh, why non-alcoholic beer uh, is getting such a resurgence. But let's go to the all-in, all-in, all-crucial taste test. Richard, your first thoughts on the lager. Let's start with the lager. So, I, so we, we've tried some some zero alcoholic non-alcoholic beers before um i'm gonna say it this is probably the best one i've had out of all of them um initially when i've tried it was free star and stuff like that i was a little bit umming and ahhing but i tried the lager and i tried it straight away and i was like you know what this ain't this ain't half bad to know, to, I, I think to mirror that, I'm really enjoying this non-alcoholic lager. I think also to reiterate the point that Poppy made, this never becomes to the point of alcoholic, so it's never had alcohol in it in this process. But it tastes like a beer that's had alcohol removed from it, which is fascinating because the only other one we've had which has been like this or really champions the fact that it's never been alcoholic is Freestar, and that was a very acquired taste for how it, you know, for how you drank it. Whereas yeah. this, this is really, really palatable. Yeah, fair play. Uh, props to Days for that. Um, it's exactly as you say, Joe, and and that's that's not easily achieved, as as I think has been discussed before. So, um, yeah, uh, if there's one to engage with, I mean, it's it's presenting itself very nicely. No, I was just going to say, I'm just really enjoying the way non-alcoholic beer in general is going. Um, and if we're now getting quality stuff like this, that what, what Days is producing. I'm genuinely excited to see to see where the where the non-alcoholic beer trend is going to go. I think it will get better and better. I mean, I it's it's it already has taken on a different existence to how a non-alcoholic beer is not a new concept. I mean, I was rewatching that Simpsons uh, skit where it was Duff beer and they had they had to make a non-alcoholic version or Duff free or something. He said, and he was proudly saying, oh, our Duff customers come for <laughs> the taste of Duff, not for the alcohol, and then we'll be better than ever. And then ne- next scene is him putting an out of business sign on the front thing. And I just think, like, that sums up the attitude to, to non alcoholic beer back then. You know, Bex Blue, no one really, like, really engaged with Bex Blue, but that's the long, the, the big one that I could think of. Whereas now, non alcoholic beers have taken on a life of their own where people are are picking up non-alcoholic every brewery under the sun has you know that that brews alcoholic beer has to have a a good alternative non-alcoholic version of their beers there are some exceptions that have made very bad versions of their good beer into non-alcoholic versions uh we've talked about these before but i would say that you know for days that are talking about you know they are really positioning themselves as a lifestyle brand you know really pitching themselves around uh, pitching themselves around being paired with sports I'm loving their health messaging that they're, they're talking about online. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about it on the pod with, with Poppy. I was really enjoying the messaging about Instagram, about mental health and, you know, their, their links with the serotonin, just really just relaying some of the facts about alcohol. And so they're very clearly positioning themselves as, no, this is better for you. This is a wellness 
product. Um, so do I hear? Uh, uh, sorry, checking again. Uh, calories per bottle. Yeah. So just yeah. So exactly, the lager is seventy three calories a bottle. Seventy three um, calories per bottle. That's the the wait there and the pale ale sixty nine calories per bottle. But talking about the pale ale, we've been very complimentary of the lager. The pale ale, I think, is falling falling victim to what we're finding in the rest of the industry right now, where ale seems to be very difficult to create and, and very palatable and, and, and very close to the original ale that's non-alcoholic. I feel like the pale ale is very quaffable. Is the right? I would use the word quaffable. You have been at the thesaurus lately, haven't you, I Joseph? Have been. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I'm starting my Cicerone course. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very drinkable. Um, you know, it's it goes down well, but it's certainly kind of lacking a little bit of flavour. Um, and I think it's just because the bar for pale ales, which they're replicating, is incredibly high, especially in the newer breweries in the craft beer industry, uh, in the craft beer scene, I should say. There's a really high bar with pale ales. They are where they need to be with the industry. There's quite a lot of bit. They're probably about bang average with the taste of their pale ale right now in comparison to quite a lot of the firms. They're definitely not on the bad spectrum. I've, we've, we've talked about some bad ones on non-alcoholic ales on this on this pod. Talked about some horrific ones. Some horrendous one, um, but there are you know a couple of others that have just eat them out when it comes to the taste profile um, for their pale ale. But I would say all in all, absolutely loving what we're hearing and seeing from Days Brewing. Cannot wait to keep in contact with them about their you know what what's next for Days Brewing. You know, Poppy alluded to that a little bit earlier on in the in the interview. And if you do find yourself at a triathlon or sporting event around the UK, you are very likely to see Days Brewing, maybe even Poppy waving at you at the finish line with a days in hand. And I would definitely recommend picking that up. So, as we said, we cannot, we, we highly recommend you guys trying Days at. As we've mentioned before, we do have a promo code uh, for you guys to use. So that is I'll try that 20. Enter that in at the end at the checkout and just get yourself some days in your life. Definitely worth it. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now.